We've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Sis, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. <laughs> Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. What you say? Real ass bitch, don't run. Real ass bitch, the days what it is. This some five star day. She a big gold freak, it's a must that I hit. It's a hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. No, she got a lit. Hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. No, she got a lit. Hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. Hey guys, I'm Megan Pistetto. Welcome to another episode of So Dramatic and welcome to my summer series chat with Bachelor icon Megan Marks, who is one of the biggest names to come out of Australia's Bachelor franchise. She's actually up there as one of my favorite Bachelor contestants ever. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to choose favorites, but it's true. Megan Marks was on season four of The Bachelor with Richie Strawn back in 2016. She famously quit the show, rejecting the rose Richie had given to her, something that we will discuss in detail later this episode. Not long after the show, Megan shocked fans when she announced that she was now in a relationship with her Bachelor co-star, Tiffany Scanlon. It was a world first, the first time ever that two Bachelor co-stars had started dating. And it was such big news that it even made international headlines at the time. Megan and Tiffany continued dating for about a year after that, becoming LGBTQI icons. However, they decided to part ways in 2017 in news that again, shocked fans. Megan and Tiffany have never fully revealed exactly why they decided to end things, something that Megan will open up about properly for the first time during this chat. In 2018, Megan then went on to star in Bachelor in Paradise, where she met her now former boyfriend, Jake Ellis. Jake and Megan have been on and off ever since meeting in Fiji, however, sadly decided to part ways in November last year, which Megan will discuss in part two of our chat. But Megan is not only a reality star, she's also an author, influencer, and businesswoman, recently starting her own e-commerce business. I recorded this in person with Megan in Byron Bay last year, so I have been dying for you guys to listen to it. You can blame Jamie and Narenga for the delay. Before we get into today's episode, just some super quick housekeeping. Grab a bucket, grab a mop. If you could please take a second to leave a rating and a review, five stars only, of course. Subscribe if you haven't already and give me a follow on Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore and at Megan Pistetto. And don't forget to join my cult, aka the Facebook community. That's So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups. Guys, don't forget, I've also got the So Dramatic merch available at sodramaticmedia.com. I'll leave a link for that and the new website in my show notes for you guys to check it out. Now I've been depriving you guys for long enough with this interview now, so let's not delay it any further and get straight into things. Coming up today, Megan details what it was like being adopted and growing up in a religious cult. She opens up about her first marriage at just 18 and her subsequent divorce, as well as her breakup with Bachelor star turned girlfriend Tiffany Scanlon. She talks about being single during COVID, 
wanting to start a family and the fact that she's considering freezing her eggs. Megan also spills the tea on everything that happened during her time in the Bachelor Mansion on and off camera, including some never before heard secrets and a huge drama with Kira Maguire that never made it to air. Plus, Megan explains why her and former BFL Alex Nation no longer speak and clears up the rumors about the bizarre love triangle between her, Alex, and Bill Goldsmith. Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. So here we are in Byron recording on location. I've got the beautiful Megan Marks from Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, just once. Just once, just one time. Just the once. Hello. (laughs) Hello, welcome. (laughs) I just need to say we are filming in Byron. We're at Scott Fuller's house. He's hooked me up with a beautiful rental house through his real estate agent, Fuller Real Estate. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a holiday rental environment or sales or properties or anything, Fuller & Co property, www.fullerandco.com.au, hit them up. Megan, welcome. Thanks for having me. So first of all, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Happy, single, living, living life to the fullest, I guess. Single and ready to mingle? Not really ready to mingle. No. No. Why? <laughs> I don't like anyone. <laughs> I don't like anyone. I think Feels, I'm just vibes. Too, too exhausted from all the relationships I've had in my entire life that I'm just, I don't know if I will ever be in a relationship again. Aww. No, no, not all. <laughs> like, yes. Freedom. Yeah, freedom. We have had a few relationships. Like, I don't, don't think I've had even half as many full-time relationships as you've had. Yeah, like I'm a single girl. Yeah. You've had quite a few. So maybe singles, singles could be good. best for you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you need to be single for a little bit. Yes, I think so. But like, I'm in my thirties now. How so old are you? I'm 32. Okay. <laughs> 32. <laughs> you don't look I can't, I can't believe I'm 32. So I'm kind of like, you feel the pressure if you want to like get married and have kids and stuff again. But again, I've been married before, I guess, but haven't had kids. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Are you wanting to have kids? Yeah, I want to have kids. Not anytime soon. Like it has to be the right time, yeah. the right thing. But Well, I just feel like now everyone's having kids so much later. Cause oh, they are. The other day. So biology is still a thing. Well, the other day I said to my mom, well, this week I said to my mom, legit, what age do you have to freeze your eggs? Because I know. I'm almost 30 and I'm like. I want to have five kids. I've probably five. five. Oh my god! I've probably left it too late now. Yeah. Well, my mum has been on my back for the like the last five years. Like, come on, mate. We we all know you're not going to have kids anytime soon. Just freeze your eggs. But I I did have an appointment to do it. This was like a couple of years ago, and I I just haven't followed through with it yet. Is it expensive? I think it is. I think it's like. 10, 10 grand, but you pay rent for your eggs, right? That's it's, the thing. So, so you it's need funny. to time it. Yeah. So what is it per year? It's a couple of thousand per year. I don't think it was that much. Okay. I don't know. Because you need to time it. You need. You don't want to be it paying for so long. Who you go with? But you don't want to yeah. leave it too late. Yeah, that's right. It's so like yeah. paying paying rent for your unborn children before they're even there. Ungrateful little. <laughs> yeah. Like little do things. some work. <laughs> work for your rent. <laughs> Jesus. It's so funny that you have to pay for kids. Hey, like I know that people that have gone through IVF and it's cost them like $50,000 and you're yeah. like, holy shit. Like, yeah. It's a lot of that's, money. that's a lot of money. Maybe I should just skip that part. <laughs> just adopt. <laughs> yeah. It's just I easy. was adopted. Quite you. Well, like by my dad, my mum has sort of was around, but yeah, but he was there when I was born. 
um, and oh adopted God. me when I was five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So your mum... I didn't meet my biological dad till I was 24. Wow. Mm. So, wait, you're with your mum? So, mum, you know how I'm part of the church thing yeah, as, the or cult. was part of it. Yeah. What cult was it? The Potter's House. Oh, they will hate me for something. I'm going to ask you about they, it later because like, yeah. I've got friends that grew up in a cult. The What's the Rose McGowan one? I'm Children sure. of God. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay. so interested. Like every yeah. time I see them, I'm like, tell me about the cult. I just tell have me. so many questions. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get to that later. But, okay, so you good. didn't meet your dad till you were 24. Yeah, 24. Yeah. It was very strange. Like I remember walking up to the door. He was very rich, very fit, very, he seemed very well put together. So it was like, oh, thanks a lot for not being involved in my life for 24 years. And why wasn't he? Because they'd split or? <sighs> that My mum was really young when she had me. Um, she was like 20, I think. And she already had Anna, my older sister, at 18. And the guy had, that guy had run off too. So she joined the church when, um, and then found out she was pregnant, but she had already started dating my now dad, who I call dad. Okay. So you've only known him, you knew him your whole life as your dad. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a, he's an absolute legend. And yeah. are they still together? Oh, no. Okay. But no. you're still in touch with him? Oh, yeah. My okay. my adoptive dad is like okay. my hero. He's He's been there for me my whole life. Like the first person I call when I'm upset. Oh, that's yeah. nice. It's nice, yeah. I feel like, when step-parents – I've got another friend and she's still – wasn't her stepdad, but her mum dated this guy for, like, yeah. five years when she was younger and she still keeps in touch with him. Oh, see, I think that's so beautiful. But it's so weird. I'm like, what does your mum say when you're going to meet up with her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell like, Scott I said hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so awkward. So you've moved to the Gold Coast now. Mm. Gold Coast gal, how's that going? Yeah. Been pretty good actually. Like Queensland is obviously the place to be at the moment with everything <laughs> you going on. He times that so well. I know. Well, I was in WA before that. Were you? Yeah, because I'm from WA. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, things were pretty good there too, but it was kind of like, do I want to stay? WA is just not for me anymore. So, like, where do I go? Yeah. So, you moved from WA to the Gold Coast. Yeah. And you moved in with Jake. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that later. Where are you living now? I'm living with a couple of friends. Um, okay. So, like Carissa, everyone probably sees her in all my stories. We met in Bali, and yeah, she's ended up. She's a psych psychologist, and she's working oh, here cool. on the Gold Coast. So, um, yeah, just really good friends, and yeah. And are you going to stay on the Gold Coast? I think I will for now. I'm sort of feeling a bit. You know, they say itchy feet or whatever. Um, really want to travel, but obviously we can't at the moment. So, really, like, there's absolutely – there's no point in trying to move. Like, all my stuff is still in Sydney. Oh, from really? From when I lived there. Yeah. Um, in storage. So – God, you're uh, all over the place. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because I was – before Gold Coast, I was in S Sydney. But I'd gone to the US and then, yeah, many years of traveling. Yeah. So, where are you going to go when you can travel? I don't know. I'd like to go back to the US. And, and live or work or? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of, I've always been open. Like, just about everywhere I've moved in the world has been for a person. So, I I've moved to England to be with an ex-boyfriend. And then I moved to Denmark in Europe to be with this black basketball player. Oh, wow. Gold, Gold Coast, same thing, Bali. I moved to Bali to be with Tiffany. So, I've sort of been all over the show. It'd be nice to move somewhere for me at some point. Next place. Yeah. Do it for yourself. Mm. What have you um, been doing in lockdown? Because, like, I know Gold Coast hasn't been that bad. Just masturbating. Life is normal. <laughs> masturbating. 
single girl going to do in lockdown? I know. Like, I'm not dating. I'm not having any sex. So, you know, it's just the old Vush. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're an ambassador for Vush, right? Yes. yes. How did you get into that? Because I see everywhere Vush, Vush, Vush. I know. Like, I think I had seen a- it everywhere as well. Um, but they do these really cool, <laughs> they're like clitoris suckers. Ooh. That's what I'd like to, <laughs> I don't know how else sucker. to describe it. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty awesome. So, if you don't have one, get on it. So, what what is it like a clit stimulator? Yeah, it's almost like um, it's like vacuum suction. So it almost feels like you're getting a blowjob. Oh, which so is just another reason not to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Just you know, do it solo. It yeah, but they've got like a few different products. So that's my favorite one. Uh, it's called the Empress, and then they've got other ones as well. Which if you're into more hardcore, you know, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> just like you know how you've seen those vibrators and they've got like, like a massive big, one. Yeah, a bit bigger, big ball head, and they're like. they're not noisy like a v8 yeah yeah just lots of power it's good yeah i see them everywhere i'm like they actually look really cool yeah single feels yeah i know and that's who needs a guy who needs a partner it's actually you know what i'm kind of you know how i'm like i'm not really looking for someone and i'm pretty happy and I'm like, I think that's probably part of it. Like, Bush. Yeah, I've got, yeah, Bush, Bush. I'm getting my orgasms from somewhere else. So, you know. Without like the emotional, like, no trauma. emotional baggage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, just take care of, like, I'm pretty sure my, my little, this is way too much information. TMI. Has like fingernail marks. Oh my God. In it. Yeah. Too much information. But anyway. <laughs> well, honestly, like, guys are just, well, for me, guys, it's like, why bother dating a guy when you can just, you know yeah just at home you don't have to dress up for it you don't have to wear lingerie (laughs) you know it's awesome and how did you get like how did you get to become an ambassador with them did they just reach out to you or yeah they reached out to me yeah because you're all Um, about like sexual well i think like sex is just a part of yeah sex is part of life right and you know it's like i feel like even growing up at school guys talk about masturbation wanking off. and like yeah for sure all the time it's just like it'll be like a funny thing or you know the whole blue balls thing or whatever but like for girls it was almost taboo to like talk about it's a dirty it. word yeah yeah i actually specifically remember that at school like you didn't talk i mean i was brought up in a community where masturbation was would send you to hell for guys and girls. guys and okay. girls like we would have there'd be sermons that would go for like 45 minutes oh about why you weren't allowed to touch yourself That's so right it's very so. yeah <laughs> uh so it's like i think for me it's um empowering in a lot of different ways you know like mm. having come out of that and you know there's a lot of i think there was a lot of shame for me about my well about my own body you know and the normal things that it's it does or it's meant to do so i think it's pretty cool to have a brand like bush out there that um yeah it's just sexual empowerment for women and normalizing take, female yeah, pleasure that's right you've done a full 360 yeah exactly <laughs> from the cult to bush ambassador i know you go. just what's next who knows <laughs> oh are you working on any other exciting projects at the moment uh yes i mean i've got I've got a, I'm writing my second book at the moment, which is nearly finished, I guess. I had a lot of listeners writing in saying, can you ask Megan if she's doing another book? I love yeah. the first one so oh, much. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Because it, it actually about- did like, because I just sold it myself. I self-published and did it all myself. And I was like, it was more of just a hobby. And like, it did. like I sold a lot of books. Like I feel pretty pr- proud of myself, I guess. How did you like just advertise it through social media and stuff like pretty that? Pretty much. I just made a website and just that's got a, someone to pub, like, you know, got an editor and um, yeah, 
That's so, amazing. Hmm, and good. so the second one, because the first one was on reality TV, right? Yeah, it was like, but it's still fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So using your experience, but no, it's kind of, kind of. It's like a bit of a psychological thriller. Like it's a bit fucked up, okay. to be honest. I haven't read it. No offense. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm honest. really offended. Oh. I actually didn't know until they, which sounds bad, but I didn't know until the listeners wrote it's the not, question It's in, not like that I'm you even this, had a book. Yeah. It's not like I'm this big. It was <laughs> like a little, yeah, I'm not this big author. I just did, I wrote a book as a hobby. You know, you get off reality TV. I was living in Bali. I had nothing better to do. So um, I did that. But now I've I've got an e-commerce business and, yeah, which has been doing pretty well. Um, they're the sort of main projects I'm working on. Actually, I've just been recently – it would be good to mention, I've just done something with the – have you heard of the Good Box? No. They, um, they make, like, boxes for homeless people. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And so they've actually just – you know, I'm sure I wasn't much help to them, but I tried to put them in contact with a bunch of different people. So they're making like a box for domestic violence victims. So, but more like, like a, a care package. Yeah, a care package, but not necessarily just like essentials, but something that will bring some dignity back to their lives, you know, some, you know, face masks and, and is it body, all body and run off donations or run off. Donations. So you're helping get donations for get them. Get donations for That's them. Amazing. But you can buy a box for someone. So right. if okay. you haven't heard of the good box, jump Hit online, have a look. It's like 10 bucks for a box. Amazing. Doing so many good things. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> we might go in chronological order. It might be easiest. So you sure. did grow up in a religious cult. What was that like? <laughs> I think so interesting. Well, to start, I think cult is a bit of a heavy <laughs> word. Like it's not like I was brought up in like some weird tiny community with, and it was just us. It definitely wasn't what's, like that. What's the actual term? I don't know. I kind of, I kind of call it like a semi-cult. <laughs> religious <laughs> sect? Re- yeah, maybe that. Religious sect. Like semi-cult. it was basically a lot of the thing, you know, I got married when I was 18. I lost my virginity on my wedding night. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy to a lot of people um, because, you know, we were talking before masturbation is wrong and sex was just out of the question, obviously. No, you know, I had to be quite covered up. So I didn't wear a bikini. I didn't drink alcohol wear a bikini or dance until i was in my mid-20s oh my god that is wild yeah mid-20s yeah although on my honeymoon i did wear a bikini on my honeymoon on my my honeymoon yeah so that's crazy to me because my teens were wild (laughs) like i I know and that's just like normal for me yeah how did you get out of that and what like did you have a moment where you were like i was always um the kind of person that questioned things but i was so in love with my husband, um, we were very much in love. So for him, it was, he was like a very stout religious guy. Also like a, a surfer, you know, I would, I would drop him off and he'd go hitchhiking to this place to go surfing and stuff. He was, he was a cool guy. He had a lot of other things going on, but you know, we were at church every day, like literally every day. So in the morning you'd go to prayer and then at night it would be either I was a Sunday school teacher. Like, like our lives so resolved. I don't actually, thinking back now, I'm like, I went to uni, I was at uni working a full-time job and doing church full-time. I don't know how I did all that, but it's not the sort of normal life that people have when they're, you know, in their teens. And But basically I was about 23 or 24 when Chris and I decided to leave the church. It was different reasons for both of us. For me, it was... I do believe there's something out there, but it's definitely not under all these rules and regulations. And this is not the kind of God that makes sense to me at all. And I think for Chris, he 
had decided that he didn't believe there was anything at all. So we sort of made that big decision to leave, which was so weird. Like it was so weird having so much free time and also even (laughs) drinking for the first time. Drinking for the first time, we had some wine together with two friends. You would have been blind. Oh, it was only a little bit, but like even just the taste of alcohol was so strange. I remember going to a bar and not like, I I don't even know what. What to do? What, do I ask for, can I have some <laughs> alcohol, please? Like, what do you Straight alcohol. Yeah, can I just have some, <laughs> some of the alcohols? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a weird time, but I think that's what ultimately led to us getting divorced because you, we had this structure to our lives and then- this, All this freedom. All this freedom, like even things like watching movies and there being nudity in the movies. <laughs> like, I remember us looking at each other like- So like, it's- what? It's literally like you're 13 again, ex- discovering everything. Yeah. But at least my world. body was a temple for a while. <laughs> it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was, I think it was like, it's trying to work out what morality was outside of the church was definitely hard. Like finding um, a balance. Finding a balance. Like how much do you drink? Um, or when Chris and I broke up, even with like sex, <laughs> like, do you just sleep with anyone you... <laughs> Like how? Like I honestly, I had no idea. It took a long time for me to work things out, and at the same time, I was doing a lot of study. You know, I'd read obviously I'd read the Bible a few times over, but I was reading like the Yoga Sutras and the Quran, and just like doing a lot of um, trying to work out what I believed because I felt like something had been ripped from me. So it was all very new. And did you just have like a moment one day where you were like? fuck this like oh i had those moments for years and years okay so it wasn't just something that happened overnight it was a gradual thing of like okay this isn't working for me it was even like even my wedding day you know the we weren't allowed to dance there was no alcohol allowed to be at the ceremony there were you know what i was allowed to wear and um we got married in the middle of a church service so it was literally okay guys come up oh so it wasn't even your own okay so it's a real there was there was a reception in that but it was awkward like I did not it was hated the day it was horrible um for me because it was also I had some bridesmaids that weren't from the church and the church didn't like that and yeah I don't know it was just it wasn't my day like wasn't it was my day the church yeah yeah but Chris you know he looks back and he's he thinks oh you know he was just so in love he didn't notice any of that stuff for him it was like oh, you know and as well like we get to have sex tonight like after not being able to do anything like not even kiss or like nothing a lot of people said at the time when the bachelor was on that it was an arranged marriage mm. that was there was a publication that report like i did an interview with them there was nothing ever mentioned about an arranged marriage ever and they just decided to put that in there because you were together when you were four like really, really young, young. You? okay yeah but nothing not not sexual though like it was i was 14 he was 18 and um yeah like so it was even, your own free will um, completely arranged. my own free will like I mean, even, you know, but that was the thing. Everyone got married, like within the church, everyone got married. Like Chris and I, we grew up together, you know, um, everyone just got married really young. It was what you did. But my dad, he was like, oh, I think you guys should wait a few years, you know, <laughs> which ladies. is nice of him. Um, but we were like, nah, we're like, we're Randy. <laughs> Are you still in contact with Chris at all? Like, did it end on bad terms or? It didn't end on bad terms at all. Um, we, I would say that I broke, I really broke his heart. Mm. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good person, like a really good person. Like now, even now he's never, he's never had social media. He just, you know, hikes and surfs and he's just a very 
good, organic, beautiful person. But I think it's only been in the last year that we sort of haven't been in contact. Um, but he's about to have a baby. So I don't know. We'd always, I think we'd always for many years been like, we will probably get back together again. Oh, wow. Oh, for sure. We, we, there were times where we tried, you know, I mean, I don't know how well you could say tried, but rekindled. Yeah. We rekindled and we're in talks to, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like no one would know, I guess. Um, but it just wasn't right, I guess. It'd be hard when you started off in that situation and then you've had this yeah. new life. Because it's literally like a new life for you. It's your yeah. life now yeah. to what... But it's also like no one understands what we went through except in the church other. except Chris. Like he's the only person that can um, understand it. And there was a... You know, it was a church of exorcisms and speaking in tongues and just devoting so much of your time to it. And I don't think anyone can... And even as a woman, like, you know, you just being shameful about your body. I don't, it wasn't the, it wasn't a horrible experience. Like my childhood in that church was awesome. It was like this three-story place and there was no bedtime. Yeah, did you live in a house? Like no, in a no, place? it was, we all lived in our own homes, okay. but we were at the church all the time. Okay. Um, and it was like, went sort of underground and there were like, it was just all of us kids, like up until I was 12, it was the best childhood ever. Cause you got no responsibilities. You just, you're having a great time. Um, so it wasn't until you sort of start growing boobs, I guess, that's when things change. Juicy. Yeah. I've got, um, friends that are in cults, but they lived at the yeah, cult. That's like, what so I that's mean. more intense. It, so yours is not no, as full no, on. No, not, not even close. Like it was, it was like a Christian church that was just a bit extreme. You know, they were like, have you heard of like the Westboro Baptist church? So it's this church in America. That, like we were the people that went around carrying signs, like gays go to hell kind of okay. thing. But it wasn't like a cult where you're all in one community. It wasn't anything like that at all. Just very religious. Just super religious. So yeah. then how many years after, so you you left the cult, then how many years after that did you divorce, separate? Um, funnily enough, well, separate after we left six months. Oh, okay. And then, but we didn't actually get, I was, when I went on The Bachelor, I was still technically married. So how long after was your separation that you went on The Bachelor? Oh, three, like four years. Okay. No, three years. So you've only years. had about three years out in the open. Yeah. In the real world. Yeah. And then you've gone straight into The Bachelor. Yeah. Like what made you apply? I was living with a friend called Tessa and it was the only – because. and this is the thing, I didn't really – even after coming off out of the church, I just didn't really watch TV because it wasn't really an interest that had kind of been built up for me. But every Wednesday and Thursday night, me and Tessa would watch The Bachelor. It was a bit of a, you know, a guilty pleasure, like <laughs> this ridiculous, you know, show. And, you know, you, you can't help but love the love stories too. And, yeah, and I just – like, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, I did it as a joke or my friends made me do it. It wasn't like that. I just genuinely just applied for it. Like wanting to find love? I think that anyone, an I can tell you now, anyone that says to you they only went on the show to find love is lying to you. They are lying to you. They are dirty scoundrel liars. We all know everyone goes on for fame. But not necessarily fame either. Like I would say I went on there for an adventure and something new. Like experience. Be part of a TV show. Like, And if you meet someone awesome, if not, you're going to make friends and like the world was still, you know, whoo, what's out there kind of thing. So I, 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 de I would say I didn't go on there for fame. Because I went straight back to my job. I worked for a not-for-profit organization and straight back into it. But it does become appealing, you know, once you've sort of had a taste 
of all the different things on offer, I guess, of the things that you can do. Yeah, I guess fame probably did become a bit appealing and I lost myself a little bit through that process for sure. Because back then the fame element wasn't as big. Like I think with your season, it was was starting to grow because Kira was Kira before. I was on Kira's season. Kira was on your season. So that that was was the year I think that that things turned and everyone was like, okay, fame. Thanks, thanks, Kira. Free surgery, free (laughs) for social media. Before that, it hadn't been as big a thing. I would say say that was the year that it was one of the biggest. And there's so many big stars came out of your season, like Noni, you, Kira. It was, I feel like Richie's bachelor was one of the best oh yeah i'm gonna say yes (laughs) one of the best for sure and how was that like for you because obviously i mean it would be a crazy experience for anyone but coming from your background yeah would have been even more crazier i feel like i was probably one of the best to kind of deal with it in some ways like most of the girls were crying like crying a lot um i feel like they wanted me to cry but i couldn't (laughs) maybe i was more resilient because of what i'd been through i don't know you knew how to adapt yeah, like I I think I struggled the most, like I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert, I would say. So I struggled with being around people um, constantly. I, you know, I'd just gotten used to having a bit of solitude and yeah, that was a bit much for me. And that was one of the biggest reasons I left, decided to leave. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So what happened when like, I don't know, I feel like it's probably being reported on, but it's still interesting. What happened when you didn't take the rose from Richie? I didn't tell any. The only person I told was Alex that I was going to do that. So not even Tiffany? She wasn't there. She left like week two or something. I I was just like, Richie and I got along really well. Like I still think he's a legend. He came across as batshit boring. But he he wasn't. But like you know, you good friend. Like I was really good friends with Alex at the time, and she um she's like I'm falling in love with him, and I'm like holy shit. Like I'm not even nearly close to feeling like that. And like I wasn't there for I was there for the adventure and maybe to meet someone. And I was like this. I feel like I'd be wasting like not just Richie's time, but the girls that are actually falling for him. Like it's time that Alex could be spending with him and yeah, that's right. Further. Like it just didn't seem just didn't seem right to stay. Like looking back, like if I knew everything that I knew now, maybe I would have stayed and, and tr- like, oh, I feel like in life I can be a bit of a quitter. <laughs> fuck you this, know? I'm out. Yeah, like fuck it. Like this isn't working for I'm leaving me. Leaving the Done. church, I'm leaving the bachelor. Yeah, leaving my marriage, like whatever it is. Like, so looking back, I'm like, maybe I should have been a bit more resilient and just, you know, I think that was the night thing, things were crazy with Kira had just lost her shit completely. And I was just like, I've never met people like this in my entire <laughs> life. I like what? And I, just, I was like, I'm 27. I cannot not. Nah. That's saying something because you've been, you've come from a cult and you haven't met crazy people no. that are on The Bachelor. It was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, where did they find these people? <laughs> I'm like, am I here for that? Do they think I'm like You're that? Like, maybe I'm the normal one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened with Kira? Oh, look, she, you know what? She was much worse than they showed her as. <laughs> you know, people talk about bad edits, but her edit was great. But, you know, she's just being herself, I guess. What was she yeah, like? She, just more full on, more intense, more She's just very aggressive. She's just very great. Like she was great one on one. I think most people would say that. Like she was very, very spiritual, very smart. Like she's a great person. And then you get in a group environment where, I don't know, she just, yeah, she just be, I think, yeah probably some things I shouldn't say but it was pretty mental I remember one night being scared that she was going to hurt us what I'm serious what do you mean she just there was this big fight they didn't air it 
there was this big, I think she'd come home from a date and the girls were a bit like, oh. And then, she, yeah, she just went crazy and. Like yelling at you? I, well. Or at the girls? At the girls, not me. I avoided every, I avoided her. You're not a confrontational person. Nah, not at all. Like if, I will confront people if, um, if I care about them. And like, I want to resolve an issue for sure. Like I'll be straight in there. Like, like, let's talk about this. But if it's someone I couldn't care, like I'll be out of that situation in a couple of weeks, like just avoid it. Mm. And so who was she fighting with Alex? No, not Alex. Like everyone. Like everyone. I can't even like, this was so many years ago now. It is a long time ago. Yeah. What about your portrayal? Do you feel that your portrayal was fair? Cause I know that a lot of people do go on about the edit. I thought it was fine. Like it's weird, like even having been on, I've been on two shows, I feel like for the most part, people were edited the way they were. So it's like everyone goes on these shows expecting them to be these amazing, like how well do you think of yourself to, like, I don't understand it. <laughs> well, I said if I went on a show, the reason I wouldn't do a show is because I know that I'd come off looking horrible. I'd yeah, be the villain. But doesn't matter. They like, take my yeah. worst moments. And no, I'm but, but that's the beautiful thing about reality TV. Like it's the best and the worst of humanity, right? And that's what you're there for. And I think if you don't embrace those good and bad parts of yourself, then you're not really very self-aware. <laughs> and I guess they are they do focus on one element of your personality, but it's for still sure. you. For sure. Like I think even Paradise, you know, like I did a little bit of crying on there and didn't know what I wanted to do and was very indecisive, but that's who I am. Like that's 100% who I am. So I think – you know, there's stuff they didn't show, which would be nice for them to show because everyone's got an ego and you want to show the best part of yourself. But it's not your dating profile. Like reality TV is not you putting up pictures and I'm this and I'm that. No, it's a, it's a TV show. Like they need to make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So during The Bachelor, you started, well, you started a relationship with Tiffany, mm. what, after the show, not till after the show. Not till was after there anything the happen- that happened during no. the show? So it was all after. It was all, she was only and there a couple of weeks. You guys were what, the same, the first same sex bachelor couple, definitely in Australia, overseas? Yeah, overseas too. I remember in the US, it, it was, news, rep- I remember Ashton Kutcher like tweeting about us and we're like, <laughs> oh my it. God. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, I mean, you know trailblazers yeah yeah it's wild so that happened that would have been crazy like yeah ashton kutcher like tweeting you and it, i remember at the time because i was working in magazines it was the biggest news ever oh like, yeah the biggest thing that had happened and i know that it did make the news in the u.s and stuff like that so yeah. that would have been crazy yeah it was a bit of a weird time so what happened with tiffany a lot of people were writing in saying why did they break up I can't remember. Was it revealed at the time why you broke no, up? We've never talked about it. Oh, um, scoop. <laughs> but it's not really much of a, like, it's not a whole lot of a scoop. We were just on the app. You know, like when you first meet someone, right? And you show all of your best self, your best self to that person. So on the outside, we both liked adventure. We're both yes people to new things. And, and basically we just ended up really not liking each other as human beings. <laughs> That's all it came down Spent to. Spent too much time together, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Even- yeah, or it was once, just a disaster. Or once the bubble burst of the, you know, the fun and excitement of a new relationship yeah. and then it kind of... But I think uh, there was a lot of pressure as well because we knew that we would, we kind of hated each other. Um, but then there's all this pressure. One, the biggest thing was like letting down the LGBTIQ commu- community, you know, like you feel so much pressure. But like that was the thing. It's like, do you stay in it because of that or do you just realize it's not working and end it? And so we ended it. 
which was the best decision and we haven't been in contact since. So you haven't spoken at all? No. Will you ever? Or is it just like nothing left to say? No, never again. Crazy. I guess that it would be hard when the public, even for any couple, the public's got this perception of you guys for any celebrity couple and then- it is a lot of pressure, I guess, to, yeah. to maintain that. And if you're, even if you have like a hiccup, people are like, oh, they're splitting up. It's like yeah. a lot of speculation and stuff like that. Yeah, it's-, it's tough. Like, I think we, Tiffany and I just, we weren't right for each other and we just kept hurting each other in other ways. Like, I can be a bit brutal with my words. And, you know, most relationships, that's what I get told. You're too brutal with your words and cold. Savage. Cold, yeah, savage. <laughs> to honest. Yeah, really. And, so, you know, not everyone can deal with that. Um, and I probably thought she was a bit too emotional. But that doesn't make her, you know, I think Tiffany's a great, uh, you know, she's a great person. Of course she is. I don't know her at all now. But it wasn't, I don't feel like she did anything wrong. We were just not, yeah, just and wasn't right. Was it mutual or did someone break up with someone? Or? It was so mutual. It was ridiculous. So it just- was more like, it was more like working out how, how we were going to do this, how we were going to let so many people down, I guess. That's a big burden to carry. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, going through a breakup's hard enough, but then thinking you're going to be letting down all of these people as well. Like, yeah. it'd be tough. Yeah. It is what it is. So it seems like so, well, it was so long ago, I guess. How many years ago? Well, yeah, a few years ago. It's like 2017. Someone said that you guys were on some influencers trip together a few years ago. They go, ask her if it was awkward. I'm like, obviously. It was the most awkward thing in the world. Why did they put you on the same trip? Oh, well, they they claim to not have known that, which I think is ridiculous. Maybe they thought they would get some media out of that. But I remember I was sort of, you know, it was just, it was bad. We didn't talk the whole trip and it was only, it was a small group of us. Beforehand, did you know that she was going? I found out because they sent us a list of everyone that was going to be right. there like a week before. So you're like, shit. Yeah. It was a bit like, oh. And what was it? And I remember and at the stuff? time I'd also like put on, like I, cause I went straight from America. I've been traveling America. I went straight from there to the Philippines and I put on so much weight. In America, just eating my way around, Damn and I was like, "What a look in front of my ex." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this. Uh, so you're on the trip together. Like, how awkward? Yeah, it was very. We just, just didn't speak. Didn't we just didn't. It's probably the best thing. I think, like, I probably would have, but she, you know, I respect the fact that she was just like, "There's absolutely no point." Um, yeah. Where even is she now? Did she do like I the think US? Good on her. Good on her. She, oh, yeah, she did the did US the Olympic win- Games or yeah, something. Yeah, she did the win- <laughs> Not the random. Olympic Games. <laughs> no, the Bachelor Olympics. <laughs> Imagine she's like doing like ice hockey for the actual yeah, Olympics. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So random. And mm. she probably would have got that because of your relationship status that it did go global. Probably. They're like, let's get this chick on. Did they ask you to do it? No. Oh, Devo. <laughs> Would you have done it if they had asked? Well, I was doing Paradise, so I couldn't have gone on. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, whereas I think she had said no to Paradise. I wonder if they'd ever bring her back to Paradise. Like a flashback. Because I don't see I remember seeing stuff in the media about her. She was meant to go on and then they cancelled her last minute. Because I don't even see her on Instagram. I don't follow her. I don't ever see her I think that's the thing. Like, good on on her. Like, she sort of removed herself from all that kind of stuff as far as I know. Um, You know. I think I think that's a good thing. Paradise are looking for a flashback. Bring hey. Tiffany. <laughs> um, another person you've been linked to is Alex Nation. Mm-hmm. What happened there? <laughs> um, 
what happened there? Not much, not much. Like I've always thought that like we were on, obviously on the bachelor. So it was me and her were like oh, yeah, really close. Season. Same season. There you go. Another, another one from that there's season. There's so many seasons that I forget who, who was, was who on each. And, yeah. Who's yeah. friends with who. So we were like really close. We already knew each other going into paradise. Yeah. We, no. we weren't in paradise together though. So you were the year before her. Yeah. She was the year after. And then we've yeah. had another one since. Yeah. Okay, my head's spinning. <laughs> so you knew each other from the bachelor. Yeah. So we were like really close in The Bachelor. I think, I mean, partly a lot of the girls were quite mean to her, whereas I didn't feel like she had done anything wrong. So I, you know, you want to protect the girl that's getting bullied kind of thing. And I had always found her very attractive. Like there's just something about Alex, like something about her. She's very confident. Very confident. Just, yeah, she's, and we would have a lot of fun together too. So in the house, you're kind of crushing on her, but she was obviously into Richie. I don't know if I, I don't think I was crushing on her in the house. No, nah, not really. We'd just been in just, contact over the years. Like she was the kind of person you'd call up and talk to about things. And we had always stayed in contact. I think there was, it was after her season of Paradise, Juicy Goss here, um, I had been getting calls from people and one from Alex crying of accusations that I had slept with Bill. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which was complete bullshit, absolute bullshit. And they and he had refused to come on there as well. And, you know, it was actually pretty shit. Like, I feel like it was really shit to be put in that basket personally. But so she was saying that he had- Cheated I, on her? No, not cheated on her, but like I was one of her good friends. And she, she didn't say this. She didn't make it up. She had been told it by someone who heard it from someone. And it's bullshit. But saying that you were together after they'd broken up or when yeah. you, they were together? Yeah. Okay. So she's still annoyed that like, why would my friend go with my ex? Yeah, for okay. sure. Like totally legitimate um, yeah. question. But yeah, did not Where did happen. that come from? God, women, ugh, women, like I've always had problems with um, women on these shows that sounds a terrible thing to say <laughs> like jealousy like, and because you're yeah. quite confident and self-assured I'm, I'm very confident but i'm not so i'm not very confrontational as well so i've heard a lot of things of a lot of people i've been very i feel like i've been very excluded as well from little groups of you know i remember going to melbourne once for some event and like all the girls catching up and i was the only one not invited like oh. little yeah it is a bit like oh um like bit- but there were things like that but i probably like at the same time would i even have gone if but it's maybe the- i give fuck off vibes i don't know but it's still the point of not being included that yeah. still hurts like even if oh, you don't sure. want to like i've had that with girls like not close with anymore but then they all yeah. catch up and you're like oh you still want to be invited yeah. even if you don't want to go or you decline the invitation you still yeah, want to be invited that's especially right. when it's a group it's yeah. like the belonging thing but you know that's just i think that's partly reality tv it doesn't matter whether you're a guy or a girl you're having um people talk about in those groups you know they get people on reality tv that are very open and like to talk so people talk so i've heard a lot of things from a lot of people things that are said about me or people that i've slept with and you can't you get to the point yeah it's just frustrating it's really frustrating and there is always a lot and sometimes of- you know some some rumors are true <laughs> you know yeah i'm not a perfect person like there have been bachelor and bachelorettes that i've hooked up with before you know it's happened like it's you know the whole incest pool of the, the bachelor on there you had a few lines yeah, coming out of that's you. right but i've definitely stepped back for the most part from 
those kind of situations. And I think as well, I always say to people, because they're like, oh, this is bullshit stories. And I'm like, usually, well, you'd hope every story or every rumor, there's some element of truth to it. If it's not yeah. 100% truthful, it's come from somewhere and then someone's told someone and yeah. then it's like a Chinese whispers thing. So there's always, I don't know, I say there's where there's always smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Type of thing. But then I guess there is also people that are just making stuff up and then feeding it to the media yeah. and it's hard to differentiate what's true and what's not. But it's also like, it's hard when you're bisexual because if you hang out with a girl alone you're dating everyone <laughs> thinks that we're we've either slept together or we're dating or there's something going on but it's the same with a guy so she so can't have you friends know, <laughs> like yeah that's what it feels like sometimes like what's the point like that's why you know you kind of want to remove yourself from those situations altogether because you just it's like if you talk about energy all this energy of people directed at you calling you a like a slut for example like i think a lot of women know what that feels like and there was a period of time like I'm trying to, mm, I probably shouldn't mention names, but there was a couple of girls in particular that were saying these things about me. And I never talked to them, never confronted them about it or talked to them about it um, because I couldn't care. Like I don't care about their respect. Um, I do care about a lot of people's respect and I do care what people think about me, but there's certain people, no. Nah. And what's saying it to your face or online or to other people? Just to other people in the back. And then it would get back to you. And then it gets back to me. Everything comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get yeah. It's like believe whatever you want to believe in the end. Well, at least you yeah, so, more self assured enough to know that it, to not let it affect you. But then I guess after time, when people keep saying things, it does affect you. And oh yeah, of course you can't help it. But you have a choice, I guess, to remove yourself or you know get all up in arms about it. So had you been hanging out with Bill? Is that where the rumors started? Probably yeah. Bill and, and then I people just assumed that you were dating. Yeah, together. basically. Yeah. Because I know at the time as well, well, Bill Goldsmith has claimed that Alex cheated on him with you. Is that true? I'm <laughs> so confused. No I, I, no, I don't think so. Like Alex and I had caught up and there was definitely some sparks flying and stuff. And she, look, look she had told me that her and Bill weren't together. But then I've heard conflicting stories that they were. And I, like, I don't know about the timelines and how things matched up, but nothing ever happened with Alex and I anyway. So, like, there was no cheating. There was no cheating. There was no sleeping. There was nothing. Just friends with both. Nothing. Yeah, just friends trying to be good. You know, Bill was heartbroken, you know, trying to be a good friend to him and then keeping my friendship with Alex. She knew that I was in contact with Bill um, and vice versa. So, you're in the middle. Sometimes, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Trying to like mediate both sides. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would have been tough. Mm, definitely. And you're still friends with Bill, but are you still friends with Alex as well? Um, I think things got a bit weird after the accusations were thrown around because I don't know, like, it's not like we're not like we will send each other a message every now and then, like, hope you're well kind of thing or a comment here and there. So, but I wouldn't say that we're friends, but not as close. Yeah, not as close, you know, and that's the thing. Sometimes those kind of rumors and stuff really. It's sad. Yeah. Effect. Mm. But you're still friends with Bill. Yeah. How's Bill going? Dog Park Bill. Oh, Dog Park Bill. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. He's got, his girlfriend's pretty cool. Oh, he's got a new girlfriend. Yeah. They've been together for a while now. God. Um, yeah. A lot of people were writing in saying, can you please ask Megan how she can be friends with Bill after all his conspiracy theories and comments about women and stuff like that? Look, what I would say about Bill Fight is Bill. we have had those discussions. Like there were particular, particular comment he made about another woman who had been on the show, which I got personally upset about. 
and we had huge discussions and disagreements about it. But, you know, you just because like, this is a thing though. Like if someone says something that you don't agree with, do you just, oh, end well, we're not. Yeah. Of, nah, like you want to be friends with people that can, you can talk to and have those discussions and Bill will have those and you'll finish the discussion. You might go, oh, he might go, oh yeah, I can see where you're coming from or maybe, you know, whatever it is. And then you, we can move on. It's like, all right, cool. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't need to be surrounded by people that I agree with on, on everything. everything. And you're never going to agree with anyone, everyone on everything. No. Yeah. So it's probably the stronger friendships that you have that are like, where you have the disagreement, you can talk oh, it out sure. and then get over it. And yeah, he can maybe be like, okay, yeah, I can see where she's coming yeah. from. That's a not. big thing for and me then, actually. Or even just yeah. disagree. Oh, agree I think, to disagree. so healthy. Like, I think it's, I, you know, you know, they say it's good to be surrounded with like-minded people. And I do, I do get that. But for me, I think personal development and growth comes through sometimes hanging out with people that don't challenge you, that challenge you and have completely different. You think of, you know, I'm not referring to Bill in this, but you think of any like revolution in any society in the world. There were people that went against the norm and didn't agree with everything. So, you know, I think it's in whatever capacity that is, like I think it's good to have people that that question things and question the norm and you don't have to agree with it. Like, especially with Bill, like I don't agree with a lot of things and he probably doesn't agree with me either, but at least he can have those discussions and they're the kind of people I want in my, in my life, really. It'd be kind of like if you had a friend and you had different religious beliefs and you were like, yes. we don't agree on this, but it's like, you can still be friends. You you can like enjoy yeah. hanging out together and like playing PlayStation together yeah. or whatever, but you don't agree on X, Y, Z. But yeah, your friends basically is how I see it. You don't have to be, they don't have to fill no, that every part of your life. 100%. Like you've got a friend that you might go shopping with. You've got a friend that you yeah. might chat about yeah. life with, like that's right. religion with. It's like different yeah. friends for different things. It's almost so like, if it almost feels like a really selfish thing where you expect a, fref- a friend to fulfill all of all your needs yeah. or tick all the boxes, you know, it's just not, it's not realistic. Like I want to surround myself with people that are like Carissa, one of my best friends, we are so like-minded you know, we are very similar and I love that, but I also love to hang out with people that it's not like that. Otherwise, you know, a lot of things that I've done in my life, like moving to different countries, for example, for people, like I wouldn't have had those experiences if I was like, nah, this is where I live and this is what I'm doing or, you know, learning to scuba dive. My sister had bought me a um, bought me my tickets because she really enjoyed it. Otherwise I wouldn't have done that. Like it's not just about, you know, lifestyles, but like, your opinions and that's that's how you become i think a better person it's good that you can have debates about it and stuff like that yeah so speaking of friendships are you still tight with ali ochen no (laughs) okay no not the answer i was expecting yeah no we were we were good friends on um batch in paradise Oh yeah, because you yeah. didn't. Did you know you didn't know each other before then? No, nope, didn't know Became each other. Friends before on Paradise, that. but I remember watching her season because she was like the first she was season. First. Remember yeah. when she fell out of the boat? I remember thinking <laughs> she was the most beautiful person ever. She's stunning. She's um, like a doll. Like just the yeah, features, she is, the- and she's got a really kind heart as well. Um, no, but the, no drama or anything there. I just we just lost touch, and I know when she did the Bachelorette, you know, she was probably a bit worried about talking to other people. You know, she didn't, which makes sense. Like Channel 10 and Warner Brothers can be pretty, like, make sure. I, I'm pretty good at keeping secrets, though. I keep everyone's secrets. <laughs> but, yeah, she obviously didn't feel that um, it was probably a good idea to catch up with some older contestants or whatever. And But it wasn't any hard feelings or anything, you know. We just don't – we're just not in contact. Oh, like, so since the show, she's been a bit funny with catching up with other contestants. Yeah. 
Oh, that's weird. I can understand during filming and while it's airing. Oh, but- no, more that, more that. Okay. But, then, but that went for like a year, you know. Yeah. And then you just sort of lose contact. And yeah, but I, you know, obviously I wish you all the best. And Like would you catch up or you just kind of fizzled out now? I don't know. Just we just not haven't close. talked. I guess there's so many of you. Like it's like, yeah, that's right. Can't yeah. talk to everyone no, unless you're it. Jamie Doran. Yeah, <laughs> he's friends with everyone. Yeah, that's, that's true. a full time job. Oh, he's not Jamie. working. Speaking of Jamie, he told me the other day because I did an interview with him. Six oh, hours, God. by the way. Hopefully, this won't take up six hours of your time. Um, he said, told me some juicy goss that you asked to be. Sorry, you asked him. To request you on Paradise. I probably did. I was pretty drunk <laughs> okay. that night. So it wasn't like, we I was like, we okay, all, Jamie, nah, sure. Look, you know, we were all out. Like I hadn't even been asked. I hadn't been asked to be on the show, you know. But you wanted to but go I, on it. I knew that Jake was going on it. So Jamie was your meal ticket. And I was like, no, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like that. I was, look, it was, this was like, before he went on, this was like a week before the show. I was never going to go on the show. Like to get all your medicals and everything done, it was not going to happen. Yeah. But, you know. Well, girl can dream. Um, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not like that. I done par- It would not have been a good idea for me and Jake to be in paradise together. That's how just, I felt. Well, with his exit, it would have just been like 2.0 of like oh. rekindling again. Surely. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It's Yeah. It would have been boring for the viewers. That's for sure. Would you like, why didn't they ask you? Did you put your name forward? Or? No, no, okay. no. I didn't put my name forward. I don't know. Maybe they They want- just don't ask me. Didn't get asked. Like, so would you be keen to do it again? Not in Australia. No. Also, what, like if the US yeah, asked you, I, you'd do it? I would do, a, yeah, I'd do a different country. I just, I think I partly in Australia, I don't, especially the last few seasons, there's not anyone that has, have, has been on there that I'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. So there's um, no- But the US, you know, it's a new- it's a new playing field. And the US have about 3,000 contestants in their pool to choose from. How many seasons? They've done like 40 seasons now. Yeah, they'll probably <laughs> like be old. Chilled. Go back 40 seasons. Like. So you do the US one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, You'd be good I, don't, I feel though. a bit exhausted from reality TV. And it was years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Some rest and you'll be ready to go. Because mm. if they had Tiffany on the US Olympics. Mm. They must know both of you. Yeah, they must. And you're know pretty who big, I am. pretty big name here. So, oh yeah, right. How do you do, how do you get cast for the US one? Like, do you just do they contact you, or would you have to contact them? I would them? say so. They would they contact you. US Batchy, if you're listening, Megan's yeah. available. Next Bachelorette, bisexual. <laughs> I don't think they're yeah, ready would, for that. Would you do Bachelorette if they asked you? I no. You know what? Like, I think obviously we've got a huge problem with casting at the moment with diversity. And I know a lot of us, us past contestants have been speaking out about it. Um, I think they need to get some, someone more like I'm a white blonde girl, get someone darker, you know, like person of color. So you'd prefer to have a person of color as a bachelorette before someone of like a bisexual bachelorette. Oh, I suppose that's a thing too, but I d- it just wouldn't work really. Would it having a yeah, bisexual- you have boys and girls be interesting? Yeah. It'd be cool. Know. It'd be a cool dynamic. It'd be cool, to watch. but it wouldn't be the batch. It wouldn't be the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. It's like a completely different show. Mm. They should do a spinoff, I mean? maybe. Yeah. Do you know what would be cool if they had a Bachelor and a Bachelorette at the same time with a mixed pool of contestants? Oh my gosh! Like it, yeah, but they'd all a- just hook up. True. It'd be like it would just be like Love Island. <laughs> You know what the I mean? That's, would that's be for paradise. You can chuck bisexual chicks into so true. paradise, but I, it wouldn't work. I don't, I don't think it would work for the bachelorette. Oh yeah, even if they had a bisexual bachelorette, if they had boys and girls in the house, they could be hooking up with each other. I never thought of that. Yeah, for sure. 
That would be a scandal. And then the contestants are like, sorry, I fell in love with another contestant yeah. later. Yeah. That would be amazing. So they needed to shake it up and do something like that. Person of color first. I heard a rumor like a few years ago that you were actually approached to be the bachelorette. Is that true? Mm, yeah. Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, of course. And please keep sharing So Dramatic around more than reality stars share themselves around the reality TV world. Please post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and the likes. You will be doing God's work. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. See you on Friday. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.